Hello and welcome to the Charlie's Book Club podcast. This is episode 20 and today we will be discussing The Keeper of the Lost Cities. Um, yeah. Do you want to introduce your guests? This is my grandma. She's our guest for this episode. Hello there. She also read the book with us, so we're going to be discussing it. Yeah, what did you guys uh, think about the process of all of us reading together? Did uh, did you guys have discussions before this moment? Um. Well, when we were at the cabin, when Grandma was up at the cabin, and we were both listening to the book, she would keep coming to me and being like, "Charlie, I have something to talk to you about." Charlie, so what do you think about? And I was like, "Grandma, we gotta talk. We gotta save some some things for the podcast. So you gotta you gotta save it." So yeah, we had some other discussions through text and in person it's it's hard laura isn't it to like actually save it for the podcast like charlie and i have to do this all the time of did charlie shut you down or did she engage you a little bit um both it depended sometimes she'd be like wait grandma we have to save this and then sometimes she'd talk a little bit but it's tough because like i i had to take notes because since we've read the book i've started other books yeah. and oh, you're yeah. like Oh, wait a minute. So I actually today had to re-listen to the end of it. <laughs> yeah, like Char- of Charlie and I talked about that on, on the last one that we just released a couple of days ago that we realized we had read Keeper of the Lost City. We'd read The Trials of Apollo. We're starting a next book. And like in my head, they're all jumbled up. So yeah. you, can you keep them straight, Chuck? Yeah, I can keep them straight. Yeah, that young brain of yours. <laughs> All right. So what were what were initial impressions? What did we like this? Was it just okay? Um, I liked it less than I like most fantasy books I read, but it was still a good book. Um I definitely um kind of like I didn't like it in the beginning very much. And then as I read on, it got better. All right, Grandma, how about you? Um, yeah, it was it was entertaining. It was entertaining. I wasn't really sure because it's for a different age genre that I'm listening to other, you know, books that Lauren has me listening to. So it's um, a much more younger version of a fairy story, but I liked it. I liked it. I feel like all of these authors who write this age genre do a good job of at least making it entertaining. And there's like a subtext like that happens with Percy Jackson a lot, Harry Potter too. If like I got into it. I really actually like this book a lot, but it was, I think, for different reasons, because it reminded me of like governments and like intelligence agencies yeah. and different political factions that, you know, the average, the average 11 year old probably wouldn't pick up on, but I still yeah. found a lot of value in it. So, um, so where do we want to go with this? Uh, favorite, favorite characters. Do we want to talk about magical abilities? Chuck, it's your podcast. You pick. So. I want to know your opinion on her 52 billion um, abilities. I wanted to know your <laughs> opinions on that. Um, I personally did not like it um, because it was just, she was way too powered up and like, just like ex- more powerful than anyone. And she didn't really have to work very much for it. What are you typing? <laughs> well, so I have to also respond to mom while I'm doing this because it's not the end of the work day. <laughs> I guess for me, though, I think about that's part of the whole thing that's going to make her in this series um, special and unique and, and, a, and a keeper of the yeah. lossy. That's where all of these special abilities are are what are going to 
uh, make her become the the role she's going to be. So I didn't it didn't bother me that she had a lot of abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a different story than some of the other books we've been reading. Where it requ- I mean, like this one still required teamwork, but you get the underlying idea that she might be kind of the one. Like Charlie, you yeah. watched The Matrix, but like. In the beginning, Neo, the main character, they keep telling him, like, you're the one. You're the savior. You're going to have more power than anyone. But we're going to help, like, usher you into that. Um, so there's kind of a symbolism of, like, realizing your own power. And, like, you can you can be the the everything. Um, but, yeah, there, it does seem like she conveniently just picks up powers as needed. It was kind of neat, though, that she because she didn't know she had them. And then Mm -hmm. when she'd be in a situation, it would present itself. So it was kind of like, oh, wow, wow, she has that. And so it kind of leads you to wonder what more is she going to have as time goes on? Yeah. 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 So when the book starts out, she is kind of a fish out of water, realizing that there's this whole new world and then has to make a massive change. Yeah. Um, are there any times in your guys's life where you had an experience like that, where you're just kind of like thrown into something and you were like, Whoa, this is completely different than ever, anything I've known before. So when, um, I was like, so to, through pre-K through second grade, I was at like a Montessori school. It was very small. There were probably like six kids in my whole grade. And there was like, 12 kids in my whole class, all taught by one teacher, all in different grades, mostly. And um, it got shut down in second grade. So third grade, I was just like brought into like a normal, just like, like random, just like school. So that was pretty crazy because it was just nothing like the um, Montessori. So that's pretty different. Did you just, were you afraid that you weren't going to be able to adapt and you found your own like power in the moment? Yeah. I would say so. I found out that a lot of the stuff that we were learning, the other kids weren't learning. So I was just like, oh, okay. That's not something I expected. Thought everyone here was like, going to be like, yeah, we know calculus. But no. <laughs> I mean, that's a bit like her story of thinking like, I'm in this new world. I'm, she basically like skipped a grade or whatever. And then was thought she was going to be behind and then found out she was unimaginably more powerful than people expected. Yeah. So. You kind of had that. Grandma, how about you? Honestly, when Jimmy and I moved out to the farm, my life changed um, moving from city life and everything being right there, you know, quick trip, Mm -hmm. two blocks away or whatever. And now everything's half hour away for sure. Um, And it honestly, I was scared. And when we first moved out here, Kendra ran she could we sat on the front porch and she cried and said i can't do this and i kind of felt the same way but as time has gone on i've found it's caused me to be a better person and i'm happier and more grounded in my marriage and life and so it actually it actually turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me but it was scary yeah Yeah. and you found your superpower of mowing (laughs) i do like mowing i do And cleaning. I like to clean too, don't I, Charlie? Yeah, you do. But you've always had that superpower. That's yeah. one we've known about for a long time. <laughs> All right. So in this world, she finds out that there's this whole elven world and there is this lost city um, that's magical and there's money, but kind of no money because everyone's rich. This weird dynamic. Yeah, it's weird. 
if our family was going to build its own city, what kind of cool elements would it have? Um, hmm. That's hard. <laughs> well, I mean, an Xbox in every room, probably. Yeah, that's that's something we're already working on. Lots For me, of family books. closer. Lots of having my having you guys closer would be in my yeah. my world. Yeah, yeah, having our own spaces, but being like in our own magical city. Yeah, where we could each, you know, Grandpa Jimmy would have a bow range in the back of his, and well, Charlie would be over there all the time too. I'm sure. Well, he's pretty excited about that. I'll tell you that we talked about that last night. So. <laughs> Getting excited to think about hunting with Charlie. Yep, he is very much. Yeah, I want to do that so bad. He's planning. He's going to meet with you, Kirby, and get it worked out. So awesome! Awesome. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, Okay, so we talked a little bit about how she has multiple powers. I can't even remember them all. So she starts out. We know she can read minds. Yes. Uh, She can also move objects with her mind. Mm -hmm. We find out at the end she can hurt people with her mind. Uh, What a mindset! She can speak. Any language, apparently. Yeah. Uh, what of the powers? If you can remember more, which one of her powers would you pick? Hmm. If you could only pick one, can only pick one. Mm-hmm. It would probably be telekinesis, or well, the infic- inflictor one isn't only pain. You can make people like feel emotions, like any emotion you want them to. Oh, that's cool. Yeah scary <laughs> yeah it is scary is, it, is that what you would pick charlie i'd either do telekinesis or that one i feel like if you had that power you would use it for good though you would be like grandma and mom seem really stressed about something i'm going to like use habits. my mind to make them calm and satisfied with things yeah grandma would probably use it for evil so i think <laughs> <laughs> that person at work ah, pain on you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think I would do the one where you can move stuff with your mind. I don't That's, really have interest yeah. in. I don't because like, it doesn't seem like she, she could turn off the hearing people's thoughts except yeah. around elves. She's and I don't think it. I want to know that. She's trying to figure out how. She's figuring out how to do it. Remember, she's yeah. They're training classes. her to do it. They're training mm-hmm. her to do it. But I think that it would be hard for me. Because there's rules that you aren't supposed to do it, and I think I'd have a hard time listening to those rules. Yeah, I think I'd want to know people's thoughts, and I'd invade more than I should. So I don't think I'd be good for that one. So I think the telekinesis. I think that's the one that Graham's probably safest with. I could clean a lot faster. that's (laughs) smart. Like multitask. Yep. Okay. So when she moves there, she gets taken in. Well, there's the initial family she's taken in with, but then she gets like semi-adopted by Edelin and Grady. Is that her there? I think it was Edel. No, Edeline. 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 Grady and Edeline. Yeah. Yep. And so they have an interesting past that they had lost a daughter in the past. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of struggle with them being able to like be everything they can for the kid in front of them because of like past trauma. What did you guys think about kind of that storyline? Because that that got a bit adult for a kid's. I thought so too. And it was, yeah, I didn't know that that part of the storyline was there again, maybe in another book, they're going to elaborate it more, but it just was kind of like a downer. Adeline was kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it worked out in the end, but they really had to struggle through as an adult, you can see it of like, oh my God, I can't imagine how I'd ever be able to love anything. If, if one of you guys died, like I couldn't yeah. fathom taking on another child. Um, but that's as an adult from your experience where you haven't really had much trauma yeah. in your life. Like, was that a storyline that was that interesting makes, to you? It was interesting. And I kind of don't understand it in the, well, I understand it, but I think the way that would like less because like, you obviously like, I don't have children. I couldn't adopt children. I feel like it would be like if one of you guys died and then I just had to like all of a sudden accept a new parent, like it would just feel wrong. Yeah. And just like, how can I love them? That would be like, like, yeah. Well, speaking of really hard decisions, when she had to go to the elf world. I don't feel like she... um more yeah, of a decision there, but I didn't like that at all. Grim, like, like, Charlie knows. That's where I kept saying, Charlie, <laughs> Grim, I can offer like to go to some great school. You can't immediately like disown your family and erase our memories. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is they erased her immediate family's memories, but I couldn't understand extended family. Mm, that might be a plot hole. Yeah. There's, um, probably I was like, me. I'm pretty sure that I, as grandma, am going to notice if Charlie disappears and you say everybody disappears. <laughs> and then wow. when she talked to my parents, you're like, my daughter, Charlie who? <laughs> like grandma's gone crazy. She keeps talking about Charlie and we don't even know what Charlie is. <laughs> Charlie, yeah. Well, and they like, didn't say the grandmother's mine. They just did the parents and the, the sister. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. Right. Yeah, that is an interesting There's point. no uncles. And... There's no, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So and like schoolmates, teachers, yeah. all yeah, that like, what stuff. Yeah, like friends. Like everybody's just yeah. No one's gonna wonder because she was in the newspaper. There, no one's yeah. gonna wonder how that child prodigy just mysteriously disappeared. She's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a really good point. I didn't even think of that. I was so focused on like the emotional thing of like having to leave your family, even if you felt awkward in your family, being like, "All right, bye, never can see you again." Obviously, she still cared for him. She wanted to check on him through the book, but not to the degree that I would. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, but I don't think, like you say, I don't think she had a choice. I think it was like, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, that's I don't a big think... pothole though. That's uh. that's interesting. So, uh, let's say where on a scale of one to 10, how did you, how much did you guys like this book? I thought for me, probably like a six or seven. That's what I was going to say for me too. I think I would say, a six or four like all books but like for the genre of like teen books i'd give it like a seven or an eight yeah like i, I enjoyed this book but like relative to some of the authors i really love like there's just a little more there there for the adult authors there's some nice world building i liked how it was similar to hogwarts mm. in from Harry Potter in a way that it was a school for like magic ish, mm -hmm. but it was different in a way that like there wasn't any houses and like your house is basically like the year you're in, in school. Mm -hmm. Like it's different. And I think that's really cool that like you just kind of move up in that, like based on your personality or whatever. Yeah. They still did have some class stuff though. Yeah. Because there was like a kid who was the son of the chemist was lower class and not a noble or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
How did you feel about that? Did it feel accurate to middle schooly vibes? Um, with like parents and family and stuff? No, not at all. Um, That's true. Yeah, because you don't of, judge. Because yeah. I don't actively make fun of your friends because their families don't have as much money like some of the people did. Or what they were a bad, bad match. Kept saying about yeah. Yeah. ex-parents. I'm like, geez, they like each other. It's a good match. They were a match on Tinder. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. In, in my life, it didn't happen to me, but um, my, my parents heard back that uh, a parent had said something disparaging about my brother because he was the son of farmers that they didn't want their daughter dating him. That's so mean. Did you ever have any stuff like, like you didn't grow up rich, Laura. Did you ever have any people like disparage your family or be like, they're, they're a bad crew or. No, but it was so, so different back in that, those days. I mean, no, by the same token, there were, you know, I didn't hang out with certain groups because they had things we didn't have, I guess, but not really. No, no, we never, we never talked smack about another that's something interesting to me is they they have these things that are in like all books and there seem to be in all movies, especially at the middle school level. It wasn't my experience. And I don't know if it's just because it was a small town, but like, I don't know, we just didn't have enough people like the jocks were the academics were also the kids who went drinking, like everyone was kind of in all the groups. So there wasn't like, oh, he's a he's a poor, you know, other side of the tracks kid because. You just had to be everything. Yeah, we did have that. We had that. You were definitely in a category. You were. What was your category? You were... My category. <laughs> yeah, I want to know your category. You know, there's those kids that just kind of blended in with everybody, and I honestly, because I didn't, which meant I wasn't real close with anybody. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. You know, I worked. And I did because of our financial situation. I started cleaning houses when I was 13 years old. Wow. Yep. Yeah. My mom would take me and drop me off at people's houses and I would clean for a couple hours and she'd come pick me up. So I didn't have time to play and hang out with people. So the only time I saw them was at school. So I kind of fit in with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charlie, I think we found uh, your next career. I'm going to start dropping off at people's houses. Clean. Not even. Not even gonna tell them. I'm just gonna drop you off and be like, "Don't come back till you got money. Go clean that house." <laughs> All right. So, what else do we want to talk about with this book? Uh, who is who is like your favorite helper character? So, like, obviously she was the main character, mm. but like so, of the other ones, mm. I loved that little boy Jancy. Jan, that, but he didn't play a big role in it. But the first little boy she met at school that took her to lunch with all of his friends. Oh, yeah. Dude, I yeah. thought he was just the cutest little thing. And I wished he'd been in the book more because he was just. He, he seems so nice. And nice. Yeah. So I was a little I disappointed. I wonder if he'll come back because like how many books is this series? Like seven. There's a lot. Are yeah. there? Yeah. There's a, there's a bunch of these. Yeah. I, so- I like. I thought initially I liked him, but then as time went on and he wasn't in it anymore, then I think I liked Dax, you know, her yeah, best friend. Dax, he was him. cool too. Yeah. Um, I really liked, um, not really liked, um, I liked, um, what's her name? Bonka? No, it's not Bianca? Bianca. His sister? The sister? It's Fritz's not Bianca, sister. it's Bianca. Bianca. 
Bianca. Bianca. I, I remember it was like Bianca without a certain letter. So I don't know. Bianca. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you like about her talk? Um, she just seemed pretty nice and um like she actually said sorry and just like seemed pretty genuine about her apology for the um thing about her their dad telling um her and Fitz to become her Sophie's friend, which I thought was pretty good. They were both pretty seemed pretty sincere, but I feel like I liked hers. She started out so mean, though. That was the yeah. thing I didn't understand mm-hmm. why she started out as mean as she did. But she did turn out nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think there could be some initial, like, jealousy or, like, kind of cattiness. And then, like, when her dad said, you have to hang out with her for basically my work, um, then she actually got to know her. And then right. the genuine friendship happened, which is like a tricky mm-hmm. thing because this book is dealing with some bigger themes of like, there's basically the dad of that family is helping run the government and running his children as spies and having one of them do missions. <laughs> yeah. That I, is think what in, I think in protest to like that vibe, my, my favorite character, I can't remember his name was her like instructor who got like pulled back in just to teach her. Yeah. And, oh. But he still like stands up against the council and like thinks they're, you know, not being fully honest and not being great. Like, I like that vibe of like an independent thinker yeah. who's going to do the right thing regardless of yeah. power or position. Yeah, he was cool. Um, Wasn't he initially her? Okay, so it was, it was Prentice. That's his name. Was that her father? The guy that was exiled? Gosh, now now I'm forgetting the timeline of things. Yeah, so he was the one who was exiled for sending her away. And and then he had a son, Wiley. But I think that... that, No, that wasn't the guy who taught her, though, right? Oh, no, but he was best friends with Prentice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of... So that's why he was willing to teach her. That's why he was willing to teach her, because it was his... Child. Yeah, did they? Yeah. I. It's been so long since I actually read the book. Did they confirm, or is it just a suspicion? That I think it's just a suspicion. I, think I don't think it was ever confirmed. Mm-hmm. So what? What are our theories on that? I feel like anytime that they present you the clues to like this is probably what it was that no, they're red herring no. you. I know answers now. So where do we think she came from? Where'd she come from? Then? Um, did the black so swan create her? Like. Um, She's yeah, she's from a lab. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about magical elves, like yeah, uh, that would explain all her weird powers. Um, I think that's a good one because, like, that would explain all the crazy, powerful lady. Um, maybe like, I think it'd always be like a plot twist if it was like the big bad or like the like main evil person, or just like when do we find out? And I mean, who would you say is the main evil person? Like my vibe on it was like the guy who kept trying to get her kicked out of school, like the head of the oh, council. Yeah. Like, the, I, like, I hate that guy. Yeah. 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 Bronte. Um, Bronte. Yeah, now he's be she, has class, she has classes with him now. So. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. He's yeah. going to turn out to be a good guy too, though. That's what, she's going to win him over. In the one little conversation that Charlie and I did have, we just like got to that part where both like it's very Snape, Harry Potter vibes of like the one you hate the most. You have to learn a lot from. And then like they somehow have to save you. 
What about the maybe, alchemy teacher? She maybe seemed like he's her father. <laughs> what if he's the dad? <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Very interesting. You never know. So what do we think in relation to like the black swan is this side group that's anti the government? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of do- like the um the whatever it's called in Hunger Games, the resistance. Yeah. yeah. About that. But like it's tricky because like you're seeing it from the powerful side. So yeah, like the resistance the bad guys in this one. Yeah. yeah. Or or so far we think the black swan. Well, they is bad. tried to harm her. That seems pretty. Well, that wasn't the people. <laughs> yeah, that was the. That was the other people. The black swan the, was the people who like. Oh, okay. Not listening to the last part. <laughs> this is where it gets so complicated. So what's the other group? Is that the never seen? Um, yeah, it was the, yeah, they the one who did the fire, obviously. So we have like two resistance groups. So like this is what I'm saying. It's weird that like as an adult, like I, I'm getting into that of like, okay, so is this like the U.S. government? And then there's like good resistance movements and very bad resistance movements. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't know who's good and not everyone, even on the good guy side is good. Some of them seem bad. Depends who you listen to. Yeah, depends who you listen to. <laughs> okay, so what are our predictions for book two? I think that she is going to get like really good with her abilities, even better than Charity is. Um, and I think it's going to be like another thing, like it is in all these books, like the bad guy comes in at the end, which is interesting and um hmm. i feel like we're gonna find out more about the black swan and the other bad resistance group okay grandma what's your predictions i think her and bronte are going to develop a good relationship and she's going to win him over i think that um she is going to develop her powers more and more and we're going to find more and more that she's an integral part of the entire society safety and and she's going to become a very powerful young lady i think i think she's going to be like a warrior warrior or something you know i think she's gonna there's gonna be more talk about the keepers because we barely talked about it and it's right. the title of the book right yeah yeah, that's, that's why she's a war, warrior because she's going to be protecting these secrets in this community. I think she's going to turn out to be, mm-hmm. you know, the leader or something. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think I, about the mean girl that was so mean to her all the time? Oh, I hate that girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we. Do you think there's any redemption story there? I'm no, I mean, no. she played her up. She kept coming back in the story over and over. She even at the very end, she was. Do you think she's going to just be like a Draco Malfoy of like yes. pretty much evil all the way through? Yeah, she's going to be a Draco Malfoy. She's going to Draco Malfoy. He's okay. going to keep coming back as a um, as Villain. a bully, yeah, and yeah. you're the author's going to fake you out and make you think that you're going they're going to get a redemption arc, and then they don't. They just never do. I had uh, a question too. Oh, yeah. What do you think with the brown eyes? Why they made such a point? Everybody, oh, your brown eyes, oh, your brown eyes. What do you think? Do you think but her mom was human? But her mom wasn't. Human. Well, yeah, they don't. She wasn't born to, or was oh, yeah. she implanted? Or yeah. 
So to be born from a human, do you have to be at least half human or could they implant a fully like genetically engineered elf Hmm. baby into a human? Mm. Yeah, the brown eyes were a big focus. At first I thought it was just about showing that she was like visually different so that people, you know, it's kind of the scar on Harry Potter's head thing of like the thing that people keep talking about and her feeling of isolation. Mm -hmm. Chuck, what do you think? Well, I'm really not quite sure because there's not really much that we have to go off of because they didn't, they talked about the green, the blue, like I said, every color except for the color, the brown eyes, but they didn't really talk about like much more than, oh, you have blue, brown, brown eyes. <laughs> you get it on the third try every time. <laughs> oh, you have brown eyes. But, like, then they just didn't go, like, any farther. They're not like, I don't know where that came from. It's just like, that is some brown eyes, indeed. Yeah, I think they're going to be a power. I think something's going to happen. Something well, with her eyes. eyes. Yeah, something. She's going to have some reason her eyes. Eyes are going to glow. going <laughs> to glow, and she can burn things down with her eyes. Neon. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it with the ever-growing list of powers. Yes, could happen, could happen. Uh, any other questions, guys? Where do we want to take this? Where do we want to wrap it? Hmm. Opinions on... So we all listen to the audiobook, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Opinions on Fitz's accent. Why does he have it? <laughs> I'm trying to remember it now. Because I keep like mixing... British. It was. None of his family had an accent. It was just him. <laughs> It was just a really weird kid who's like, I'm just going to do this. It's like the kid in middle school who decides he's going to wear like a bowler hat everywhere or something. And you're like, why are you you doing this? Yeah. Did you, what do you think of his friend Keith? Um, I think he seemed pretty cool. I like him. Yeah, he was pretty cool. Um, I think he's going to be gonna, gonna become like, um, like a love interest or whatever. I do too. I do too. Yeah, Dax is too much her friend. Dax, Fritz, yeah, I think yeah. Keith and her are going to end up. And Fritz is just kind of bad. <laughs> I don't know where Dax. Well, he's like her brother now. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like brother. brother. I think he's going to be probably a, a character throughout, and I think there's going to be some kind of conflict because he's the one whose dad is kind of a jerk, right? Yeah, he's the yeah. attorney. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And he's that seems very much like a like a Draco Malfoy thing where like you realize, yeah, the the dad is really mean and he might have to choose between like which side he's gonna be on Mm -hmm. because his dad Yeah, and the dad didn't like Sophie for some reason. He just didn't like her. And it's like I think it was like maybe he's part of the resistance. Oh maybe. That's a good idea. I, I think there's gonna be some arc where you realize that either the black swan or the never seen are the actual good guys. And there are some members of those like operating in the government and there's gonna be some toppling of the current order. Well, like even Grady, how she caught him reading that thing. Mm-hmm. The black swan. Yeah. Yeah. So even he could but I feel like they went through that whole kind of thing about like feel bad for this character. His daughter died. Oh, he's sorry. Like I don't feel like they would. The author would like 
make him evil. Like maybe but like I don't think he has to be evil. No, the resistance I, I think the resistance. Positive. Yeah, I think at least one of the resistance groups, if not both, somehow are going to have redeeming characteristics. It's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like Hamish in Hunger Games of like he's part of the institution, but he's also actively fighting to take it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that we're going to find out some of the people from like the government that we like know very well are evil. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I feel like we're going to find out some of the bad guys, bad guys are also are good, but yeah. I have a weird vibe about Alden. I don't know why, but yeah. I even have in my notes way up front, something about Alden. I just got a bad feeling about that guy for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me who Alden is again. I'm the dad. The dad. Fitz's dad. dad. Oh, yeah. 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 Something. I didn't. Every time she'd ask a question, he was very dismissive to her. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's not not your business. You you shouldn't know. And it was like, "Mm, I don't know. And you seem kind of always surprised when she asked a question. I guess she was asking questions about like the fire and stuff. Kind of looks like behind me. but um. Yeah, burning behind me right now but um he would always kind of act like wait how do you know about that like yeah know. yeah there's just something about him that every time she was very dismissive to him and she even said you know i hate that when i ask a question he always tells me it's not my business and you're talking about me in my life it is my yeah business. yeah he reminds me of like a intelligence agency guy like he runs the cia or something like, so he just yeah, can like never... dumbledore <laughs> he knows everything but he doesn't yeah. tell you Yeah. So yeah, that's something really about frustrating. Him. I, yeah. I think yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. <laughs> All right. Any other topics or wrap up the uh, first episode of Grandma on it? I think we can wrap it up. I think we should probably expect Grandma to be on every one of this. If you want to, of course. Oh, I would love to. Yeah. I'm ready. Um, to do every one of these, like every episode of this series, because the other series are like 10 books into a series, but. Yeah, I'll download book two on Audible today and we can we can all get started on it. Or are you currently deep into something, Chuck? Um, no, I'm not deep into anything. Okay, cool. Well, welcome, welcome to the podcast, podcast Grandma. Oh, okay. thank you. It's been fun. Thank you. It's good we'll to have, have to do one with Ty, too, you know. Well, oh, yeah. Ty has her own podcast. I know. So, I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Ty's podcast. Grandma needs to come, come visit Ty, too. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be an do. interesting one <laughs> well yeah let's get it signed off so we can talk about that later well bye bye bye, bye. bye.